Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. You are now listening to the Overflow Podcast at thisisoutcry.com. Hello, everybody. This is Joaquin. This is Jake. And this is the Overflow Podcast at thisisoutcry.com. Our website is back up and functioning. So let's give a big round of yay. (laughs) (laughs) A big round of yay. So what's up, Jay, man? How's your week been? It's been awesome. Real busy, real busy. Work's got me working. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's that's better than work having you not at work. No, because then um, have no job. No, I, I still have a job if it's work that has me not at work. Because it's still work. But would it be work? I don't know. I don't know, man. That's all I'm saying. But I can work from home. Yeah, I wish I could work from home. Uh, I mean, that, from, that would be interesting if you could. Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. Yeah, it would. For you, but not for the job. Not with what you do. Eh, half of what I do is on answering phones from other places. Yeah, but me. you got, you're like the eye in the sky. You see. Well, I mean. Stores, home, right? Uh, no, nah, we, don't, we don't pull that stuff up unless we have to. Unless we get asked to do an investigation. So, yeah, we don't get any, any of that fun stuff, man. So, that fun stuff. Um, yeah, man, same for me. Been a uh, pretty uh, okay week. Not too busy at work, which we're always thankful for. With me, it's just, and I'm pretty sure that with you as well, it's just it's the countdown. A count for what? What are we counting down for? What is it? Blah, 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 blah. That's like going the way back machine. Blah, 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 blah. The crows. And we're not talking about Tom. We're talking about the Jesus freak <sighs> cruise. <sighs> yeah, it's just a countdown. You know, like I was, he's I was done with it. I was having a conversation. You know he's done with it today. Today. You know, he's stupid. Somebody, um, they pulled up the calendar, and right. they saw that um, I was going to be out for the week. Right. Like, oh, are you doing a staycation? So, girl, you yeah. are out of your mind. Yeah, I'm, sta- I'm staycationing. I'm staycationing on a boat. Yeah. Uh-uh. It's like staycationing. No staycation. I'm going to go on a cruise. I'm going to be like the Lonely Island guys. I'm on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is that, right? Because, yes, I, it is the Jesus Free Cruise, right? But, Correct. But even if you take that out of it, it's still a cruise. I've never been on one. So oh, I have. So I don't know about that. I have. It's it's still a cruise. Like it's it's still now, now, even if you haven't been on one, you know, it's still not 
a staycation. <laughs> uh, you know, Sometimes staycations are good. Sometimes you need yeah. to like get out. Eh. I I uh, I've gone to the point I just don't care anymore. As long as I'm not at work and I can just sleep and eat, I'm good. I don't I don't I don't need it to be uh, anywhere anywhere special. That's nah. not true. Sometimes you need to be somewhere. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, no, I, you know what? No, because I was in Florida a couple of weeks back, thinking, oh yeah, I'm gonna go to Miami. You know, I find a couple like record shops. Yeah, and then it rained the whole time. So yeah, it, sometimes going somewhere is not as fun. And we're headed <laughs> we're headed out to sea during hurricane season. So let's see how that goes. Why you gotta be that way though? There, it might be like might be seeing us on the news talk about we had to swim for miles. Well, you know, since I've been working out now, I've been doing like these rowing machines. So if we have to get on a boat on a dinghy or on a a dinghy, what's it called? Like one of those little boats. Uh. You know when they put when the ship's sinking, like a rowboat. Rowboat, that's the word. I can, I could just, I'll be like, ah, oh, I'm good at rowing. We'll end up in New York. Be like, you passed Florida, Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina. Why did you stop? It's, oh, I was, I was getting a good workout. I was getting a good workout. So uh, anything, uh, anything. What's so? What's up for this week, man? Anything interesting, uh, movie wise or TV show wise? Or? Um, no, we're on that. That sucky summer break. Yeah, we, well, I mean, um, if you're a fan of big robots fighting, which I am, we got the Transformers this this week. Really, you're into mechas? Oh, Transformers. Uh, big robots. Mm-hmm. That's what they are. I was thinking like mechas, like um, Pacific Rim. Yeah, I like that too. I, big robots fighting. I'm just a big fan of. Seeing them destroy stuff. That's, you know, I, that's what I'm all about. I wasn't like, I'm still not, not even gonna say wasn't. I'm still not excited about the Transformers. I am because T Mobile gave me a $4 ticket. Yeah, so I know, I got it too. So I'm gonna pero, be watching it either tomorrow or Saturday. But I'm not like, it's just like I'm not better. It is what it is. There's, there's somebody at my job who's also um, like a fan, like she's a, like a big fan of the cartoons or whatever. Right. And she said that she saw it. And that she stayed like glued to her seat the entire time, basically like that, like that Snoop Dogg meme. Have you seen that? No. But they have a picture of Snoop Dogg watching the Transformers. That he's at the edge of his seat and his eyes are super big, like he was like six years old <laughs> seeing the Transformers for the first time. But is it because he was seeing him for the first time, or is it because you know it's Snoop Dogg? So he was probably high. <laughs> Talking about Snoop Dogg as a kite. Talking about Snoop Dogg. Um, and I can't believe I didn't tell you this. Or maybe you told me. No, Milena told me. Um, he's gonna record a gospel album, apparently. Interesting. Interesting. A gospel album. Well, I mean, he did grow up in the church, and his mom is a minister. His mom is is a minister. So, it, in a way, it makes sense that he would eventually do one. Do you think he would do this or announce this if? Chance the rapper didn't win what he won, saying that, you know, oh, and that's another one, right? <laughs> saying that now you can say that your favorite rapper is a Christian? Because uh, um, wasn't the last thing of religion, let's say, that Snoop, a uh, uh, religious announcement that Snoop made was that he's now a Rasta and he should be known as Snoop Lion instead of Snoop Dogg? Right, right. Well, but it's Snoop, so I mean... 
It's just Snoop. Like that's one of those. Like you know, he's just one of those guys. That he just kind of does what he wants. Yeah, but no. But let's 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 let's. He probably did it just to get ten some minutes of that, to talk about this. To just get some of that reggae cred. Ten minutes to talk about this, right? Let's let's acknowledge right the fact that Chance the Rapper is seen as the Christian hip hop artist out there in the mainstream. Sorry, Lecrae, but and um, right, now other artists who have whatever, like Snoop, you know, an upbringing in the church, whatever, will we'll jump on the wagon because now, you know, you can say it and still make your money. Because uh, it's all about the money. Eh, maybe. I mean, maybe. I, I don't know. I, I mean, Chance, I think you're, I think you're, I think you're being a bit hyperbolic with, like, Chance being everyone's favorite Christian rapper now. No, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm quoting his quote. Yeah, but I mean, he wasn't saying that to to a Christian audience. He was saying that to whoever. Doesn't matter who he was saying it to. The fact of the matter well, is I that he does. I think, it, I think it no, does. I think it doesn't. Does matter. It doesn't matter because he said it, and it's out there. And you know, right now, Christian artists are like all yeah, about but, hero. What is it? Hero worshiping. All these secular artists that say that or that mention God or whatever, but we're not going to. No, no, we're not going to get into that they, one right they've now. They've been doing that for years. That's yeah, not I know. A now thing, no, it's it's all. not like this. Have some perspective. It's here. it's not, not it's now not a now thing, thing, but it is. It's been going on for years. It, it is. I knew a dude. It is I knew bigger a dude who tried to now tell because me. of Chance Listen. and Kendrick and all this other and, and stuff. Nah, I mean it's always. Listen, I knew a dude who tried to tell me. That the, this band back in the day, they were Christians, and I was just like, "What about anything they say is Christian? Like I don't understand." <laughs> what and band? He, and I don't even remember. And and he was like, uh, "Oh yeah, but you see in the in the linear notes, they thank God. <laughs> so because they thank God, they're Christians. Yeah, they were they were a Christian a Christian band. So none of that stuff. I don't know. You get more worked up about that stuff sometimes than I do. I Chance said it because you know." The, the biggest song right now that he's... I mean, the song that's gotten a, a bunch of crazy pop for him has been that Chris Tomlin... Uh, how great song? How great song he did. Um, so, I mean, yeah. So, I mean, you know, he said it. But if you go to sites like, you know, Rapzilla, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, think, you, <laughs> you wouldn't think it mattered much because uh, those guys are all divided. So I mean, uh, now with Snoop doing a a, a got well a gospel album, ah, oh, it'll be interesting. But you know, because he said he's Rasta now, it might be it might be one of those quote unquote gospel albums. But when you, it'll be all like Rasta stuff in there. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like it'll be all all Ja. Yeah, Ja, 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 and it's like nah, I don't think. I don't think we're talking about the same ja. So ja, ja, ja so mean. Ja, so ja, so ja deja, ja deja. Yeah, I, I, I understood the first time. No, ja deja. I know it's not funny. Ja um, deja. He's stupid. Um, so yeah, so I don't know what else. What else you got? What else you got with the uh, with this? That you so angry about the Tyler? With who? I'm not. I mean, Chance the Rapper. I'm not angry. Oh, uh, not angry at all. Getting worked up. So I mean, what was your point? What was the point we were trying to you were trying to pull out here with with bringing that up about Chance the Rapper? No, I was. Oh, the the question was: Do you think that 
other rappers, right, other artists, because of the success that Chance is having, and he's putting himself out there as like a Christian rapper, but you know, having secular or mainstream success with all these Christians. Of, oh my God, let me stop. Um, do you think that other known secular cats who have whatever upbringing in the church or have stepped foot in the church will now do something similar as Snoop, where not maybe not a full gospel album, but then like, but you know, mention yeah. God more or do whatever more, nah, I don't just think to so. just to jump on that. No, that so. money train. No, I don't think so because it's, it's not. It's not really. I mean, you know, I, that, that dude's making his money off of like SoundCloud stuff. Like he, I think he actually he's making his money off of his touring and stuff. You know, remember he released all his stuff on SoundCloud. Um, yeah, I remember. So I don't think that I don't think these guys are gonna all of a sudden, um, all of a sudden they're gonna start. Uh, you know, um, going, oh, man, we, we got to do, let's do a Jesus song or, you know, or let's do some kind of gospel song. I, I, don't, I don't think that's going to, I don't think we're going to see a lot of that. Uh, I mean, you might see a few guys, but, you know, but it's not like, you know, I think that you would, the, the way you would see it is if, if he started getting booked on Christian type events. Or Christian type things, right? Right. So, like, if all of a sudden you next year you see him at Creation Fest, let's say, okay, then yeah, I think other artists might go. Wait a minute, that might be a good, a good avenue to, to get into, to try to make money. But the problem is, and most most Christ, you know, the the the, pro, the the thing is the opposite. Most there's a lot of cats that are Christians, that are more concerned of trying to break into the you know, into the secular, not the other way around. Yeah. You know, the only guys, if, if they're trying to break the other way around, like, like, a, like a no malice, you know, it's because, I mean, there's a true change. And so then their music changes and they, in a way, they disavow um, their old stuff. I mean, like no malice. I don't know if you ever saw that little short documentary that was on Netflix. That yeah, of course done. I did. I mean, he he pretty much disavows what he used to what he used to talk about, what right. he used to do. You know, um, Mace never really disavowed what he what he did. He kind of was like, oh, you know, whatever. But then he went right back into it. You know, where uh, you know, and he quit just doing music and he quit doing all all kinds of stuff. With no malice, I think he's just. I mean, he's got a plan. I think he's got a he's got a road he's going on. I think he's a good example of the. The cats that accept Christ and step out of that, um, you know, a little more aware of it. Well, yeah, you know, at least you can tell that with no malice, he um, he got some discipleship, right? Whereas a lot of these other cats, yeah. Mace did. You can tell that they didn't. No. Well, Mace did get discipleship. Got, well, he just got discipled wrong. So then he got no discipleship. <laughs> I mean, it's either done right or it's. Or it's you know, you can't go, well, it's the wrong kind of discipleship. Right. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, that, and that's and that's if Snoop even even does it. Actually does it. That's true. You know, his mom might be like, you ain't doing one. You know, his mom might put might put a stop to that. 
<laughs> That's your, you remember meeting her, right? Uh, yeah, when we did that uh, that event with uh, with the heart of hip hop, the heart of hip hop, yeah, back in the day. Yeah. So yeah, so we had that. Uh, what else? What else we got? Um, so I want you to intro this story. This is your story. Oh, this is a good story. <sighs> do you want to do this one last though, or do you want to do it now? Nah, I want to do, do it, it now. now. Let's do it now. So I get this text message, not a text. I get an email from my boss. <laughs> My manager and uh, at work, and he goes, basically was like, "Poop, did you see this?" And this is the title of the article. It was on the AJC, which I was really shocked that you hadn't seen it. Uh, and the title is this: Georgia pastor. Were you really shocked? Because you know that I tend to stay away from stuff like that. No, I am because normally I'll send you stuff. You're like, "Oh, you already read that. You already saw that." So I thought, more, I thought you would have seen this. I'm more interested in world news. Uh, Georgia pastor used tithes, donations to buy lingerie. Oh, my gosh. And leather goods. And so this pastor um, out of uh, Savannah, Georgia. You say goods or duds? Goods. Huh. Goods. Leather goods. Uh, uh, pastor out of Savannah, Georgia. He's going to uh, spend 28 months in prison. Does this say... And he has to pay his church. The name of the church? Yeah. and he has, I think it does. Yes, it does. And he has to pay more than $178,000 um, after authorities say he stole tithes and church donations and put it in his personal account. But the article says that he, he made up like a, like a ghost right. account of some ministry, right? Right. So what he did was um, he deposited the stolen funds into a shadow bank account called Romans 12 Ministries. And that's what he used to make. That's what of he used to all make the chapters. Romans twelve. Uh, yeah, so he was, you know, he was a pastor, Second African Baptist Church in Savannah. I feel bad for those people. So, but my, uh, if you are a listener and you just happen to go to Second African or African Second, what is it? Second African Baptist. Second Church. African, African Second African, African Baptist, Baptist Church. Church. We are so sorry. I mean, that this is happening to you, and we are so sorry that we're about to make fun of you guys right no, now. I'm not, not going to make fun of them. Go make fun of the pastor right now. But no, this dude, oh, that man, because I wouldn't even call him a pastor. Well, I mean, he's just a he's a disgraced pastor. Right? He didn't. They didn't revoke his 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 uh, his ordination. So he's <laughs> he's not a very good pastor though. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing was though, right? So all right, all right. So check this out. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So Joaquin sends that to me, and I'm at work, and I'm like, what the hell? What's going on? And I read it, and um, right as, as a pastor, as Pastor Jay, I'm like, see, this is, this is why. This kind of stuff right here is why. Because I didn't focus on what you focused on, right? I focused on the, he stole the money, right? He stole right. the money, the tithes, the donations, Right. For whatever reason, comic books, candy, <laughs> whatever. No, for right? la- lingerie. No, 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 no. I'm just saying, like, I, I didn't like, see that. Like, yeah. my whole thing was just that he stole the money. Because yeah, they always talk about, oh, pastors always, they take the ties for themselves. And then what I was, you know, which is like one of the big reasons why that like, you and I have talked about, and we talked about with the with the leaders of Legacy. Like, I want I want no access to, to the money right. that comes in, right? right. I don't. And I've already admitted I, that I don't want to touch it. <laughs> that if, if we start, if we if we end up with a million dollars in the bank, I'd be tempted. So yeah, so I don't want access either. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but then Joaquin comes out with this. Go ahead. So what? 
Oh no! So the thing was, it, so at first, the first thing is like, oh, you're laundering leather goods, and you're reading. He was like, you know, embezzled this much money, and uh, I'm I'm reading, and then I, I kind of stop. <laughs> I kind of stopped, and I'm like, I'm like, wait a minute! Like I just had this. I'm like, wait a minute! I look again. I was like, lingerie. Like okay, so lingerie. So that makes right. I know what lingerie is. Everyone knows what lingerie is. So that's a that's a visual, right? You know what it is. You know, it's like if somebody said TVs or stereos or, but then I was like leather goods. And I was like, what? It could have been purses. What does that, what does leather bags? goods mean? Jackets? I mean, was it jack? Was it bracelets? Leather Belts? Bracelets? <laughs> no, I mean, what? Because. Juice? See, my, I think, I think, I think that the leather goods was like, like, was like naughty stuff. I was like, you know, because he's buying lingerie. It was straight S&M stuff. Right. BDSM you stuff. You know, because I'm like, wait a minute. Well, how do you know about that? No, because I'm like. This is I'm in New York. I'm like, yeah, right. You see, right. This, you see this right. stuff in the right. street. Right, because it's, right, right, right. No, so I'm like, lingerie. You've been there. You've been to the village. Lingerie, leather goods. You know, I'm thinking, you know, uh, oh, he bought a car. He bought uh TVs, right? He bought stereos. He bought, uh, paid for like exotic vacations. You know, like those are the kind of things you normally think about when people talk about embezzling, right? People that embezzle. He bought a plane. You know, uh, know, he bought a plane for crap low dollar. That's all he would have bought though for one hundred seventy thousand. Um, he wouldn't even got that. Would have been like a little Cessna. Um, (laughs) but but I'm like leather goods, and so I told Jay, I'm like, yo, Jay. This dude bought leather goods. This means he was bossing with just some nasty stuff. He was just not like, because who the heck buys lingerie and like a leather jacket? Dude, my question is, and is he married? That was oh, that's that, my question. My like, is he question married? Was, is he married? Was this so? Not only was this pastor right stealing, but then he was out there like just messing around with whoever buying up lingerie and buying them lingerie and, and, and I'm doing this in air quotes leather, leather goods, goods. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand it I don't understand it what's the pastor's name uh, what was his name uh, Corey Brown Corey Megal Meagle Brown Corey M some Corey M Brown M Brown the funny thing is he's 47 years old so he's not that much older than us Corey M Brown if Okay, I know he doesn't listen to us. Well, he locked up, so he ain't listening. Yeah, to that's what I'm saying. I know he doesn't listen to us. But if anybody goes to the second African Baptist, the second or the first? Second. Second African. Maybe that's why he had to go steal the money because they're second. He had to go to the second African Baptist church. I want to know, what are your thoughts? Why did this man <laughs> need to steal $180,000? Well, he right. didn't need to. He's a crook. No, I'm saying that. Like, no, no, I'm saying that. Like, like, <laughs> lingerie. <laughs> yeah, those people and leather know. goods. I mean, I'm saying, though. I'm saying, like, there's got to be, there's got to be more to the story. Like, nah, more to the story. Because, because, I, because, 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 because. If he doesn't have a wife, right, then what? Does he have multiple girlfriends? Or were, was the lingerie and leather goods for himself? <laughs> did, he, did he feel pretty in some Victoria's Secret? I mean, I mean, nah, you come know. On. Nah, come on, man. You can't be too harsh because uh, I remember a certain pastor we both knew. I can't be too harsh? I can be exactly come on harsh. Now. No, you can't be harsh on them. 
No, I want to know. Now you're being a little harsh. No, no, it has nothing to do with the church. I want, I want to know if anybody in the church knows. If they don't know, know. they probably don't know. To this day, they probably don't. Weren't they the ones that ratted him out? It doesn't say how he got. How he got. um, I think it does. Read. No, it doesn't. I'm looking at it right now. It doesn't say. I think it does. I think they ratted him out. No, it does not say. It doesn't say the church turned him in. All it says he's gonna spend for. Uh, cause he stole, uh, cause he stole tithes and church donations, put in his personal account after he pled guilty to mail fraud that led authorities to the embezzlements that occurred between 08 and 14. After he pled guilty to what? Uh, mail fraud. So apparently he, uh, he must, that led authorities to the embezzlement. So he was already committing a different crime. They got him busted for the crime for stealing the money from the church. What the heck? Yeah, so... So mail fraud? Yeah, mail fraud. Yeah, so it wasn't that the church turned him in. They didn't know. Odds are this guy probably didn't even live in the community that he was, that he was the pastor in the church of. You know, uh, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he lived like, a, you know, like he came in every Sunday and Wednesday to do his, his pastor job and then... Uh, Went back to his place, you know, in I don't know outer Savannah or some well, other some other place in Savannah. <laughs> he's free. A single mail fraud charge involving a five hundred forty dollar check written to the church. That's how they found him. And when they followed the money. They found the They money. found the hundred. Yeah, so what? So no, they're those people. Man, listen, okay. when it comes to this kind of stuff. But uh, he's but he's free. He's not he's not in jail. And um he actually pled not guilty. Well, this one he says he pled guilty. What's when this one came out the, the 19th. When did your article come out? <laughs> the 18th. The 18th, so it must have changed. It says, Savannah Pastor pleads not guilty to stealing church money. So between one day and the other, there must have been like... Uh, Listen, we followed the money. Yeah, we know we know what's up. And we just want to say, you nasty. Um, Yo. Yeah. It's just, it's just, it's so messed up, right? Yeah, but because you know, these kind of things though, man, like... In my experience, and, and what are you gonna talk? You gonna talk about um, you know, you, the churches don't know Sanchez, yeah, Sanchez and the stuff that he's yeah, done, and nobody knew until like, you know, I, he he blew it up. Yeah, it's true. And yeah, nobody knew. Nobody knew what he was doing. I don't even know how. I don't remember how it was found out. You know, well, that's true. So I'm, you know, so it's it's you know it's. You know, it's always easy to, oh, how did you, well, because if it, in, in these kind of churches, because I bet you this is a small church, like, just like with Sanchez, I mean, it was a, a you know, medium-ish sized church, I guess, but, you know, when the, when the finances are controlled by one person. When everything is done by, through in one, you know, he uh, has, like, complete. You know, because that's the only way this guy could have embezzled that money is if he had access to all the church accounts. Especially that much. And then how did people not, not realize that? Right, so that means that that means that either either somebody was helping him, or he had he had just full access, and he was the one that handled all the books, you know. But then when he got busted with the mail fraud, all of a sudden you follow you start seeing a, a money trail. 
paper trail. That's why. That's that's well. That's not why, because I wouldn't like steal from the church. But um, I I I just I don't want to be accused. Even right, right. I don't even want to be right. accused. What's, what's your integrity worth? I, right. <laughs> I mean, that's the question, though. Yeah, right? that yeah your, it is. Apparently, his integrity was worth one hundred seventy-eight thousand dollars. <laughs> Sanchez's <laughs> integrity was worth whatever he probably ended up keeping from. From, from the radio from station. From what was in the radio station, from what was and in the, the church, because the church ended up folding. And, you know, and, and, and I guess it was worth worth his marriage. So, I mean, you know, what's your integrity worth? We're, we're, you know, like the, was it a movie or, or somebody was like, you know, we all have a price. You know, like that, that, that saying, right? We all have a price. The question is, what's, what's your price? You know? Depending on what day it is, it might for me it might just be a cold coke. I don't know. I just how hot is it? <laughs> You're so stupid. <laughs> so yeah. So anyways, yeah. This story was just crazy. We were flabbergasted. Um, I mean, I'm not surprised that. A, I mean, and this is just because I'm I'm just so cynical about certain things. Anyway, not really surprised when I saw the article. What got me was the lingerie and leather goods. That's what that's what gave me just the pure confuzzles. <laughs> what got me is the whole stealing. Like this, you know, you I, that doesn't surprise me. That happens all the time. No, it doesn't surprise me. I'm just I just I mean it happens. It happens all the time. Whoops, that wasn't me. Jay was over here trying to already try to play some music. It's, it, 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 it's not that it surprised me, it just it just it sucks. Like it sucks, it sucks, it sucks, it sucks. Like I feel bad for those people. Yeah, I mean, like that's a for, lot of for, money for like the congregation. It's probably a small church. That's a lot of money. It's for a lot small of money. Not only that, but like the violation of trust, yeah. right? In the, the man of God, right? The embarrassment of the people, people like Jay coming up to him, going, "How did you not know?" <laughs> that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I wouldn't do that. So let's. Uh, so let's. Twice. Uh, I would. What'd you say? I <laughs> said twice. I would do that twice. Um, all right, so let's kind of brighten it up a little bit because that was that got kind of a little. Yeah, it was supposed to be funny, and then it just took a turn. Took a turn. It was still funny though. Um, <laughs> so, so as always, <laughs> we all need to pray for forgiveness. Um, Leather good. So um, as always, you know, uh, we can never not mention a couple of things. Number one. A couple of trailers have come out this uh, last week, this week. Last week, we totally missed saying, go check out Coco, which is a new animated uh, uh, movie from DreamWorks, I think. Um, I don't know. And uh, anyway, go check it out. Coco is a new animated film. Maybe. It's definitely not Disney. But it looks looks like it's got amazing soundtrack. and it looks like it's just going to be a really fun, one of those really fun, heartfelt type movies. And it's and it's in the vein of um, the Book of Life, which was remember like the Day of the Dead and yeah, in uh, Mexico and all that stuff they celebrate. Uh, and it's it, it's it seems like a cute little story, kid looking for a father figure or something or something finds his but you know the, ends up, the trailer is amazing. Yeah, it's, uh, it looks like a great. It's like it's gonna be a fun flick. Uh, then me and Jay saw another trailer this week, uh, more on the more on the action front, called American Assassin. With um, is is that the one that we're going to be putting up? No, we're going to put Coco up. So we'll put up Coco. We're going to put Coco up again. 
Because it's the new trailer, and it's such a good. Oh, we could put American. Well, Assassin. American Assassin actually is the new trailer. Well, I mean, but it's a new trailer. It's two weeks old, right? So it's not like the newest trailer. See, that's the problem with society. We want to throw things away if they're not the newest. No, it's thing. just that we already put Coco up. Oh, we put the teaser up. Doesn't matter. It matters. It, it always matters. No, nope, I'm putting up American Assassin. So that if Jay can find awesome. a non-red band version of American <laughs> Assassin. He will. If he can't find a non-red band, Coco will be up. Coco will be up. Uh, But we got American Assassin. Looks like a fun, like a well, okay, brutal, (laughs) not fun. Well, fun for me because I love violent movies. Uh, uh, Action flick. Gonna pray about that. It's got a. It's got the original. It's got the second Batman, second cinematic, or the first cinematic. First cinematic Batman. No, but Batman made that. Batman 66, they made that movie. Didn't they show that in the theaters or was that a TV movie? I don't think that was in the theaters. I think that was a TV movie. We're too too young for that. I'll have to ask mom. (laughs) Um, So we have uh, Tim Burton's Batman. Uh, Michael Keaton. Basically like our Batman. He's going to, yes. Well, Ben Affleck's now my Batman. He's replaced replaced him. (laughs) He's replaced Michael Keaton. You know what? I was talking to Vince the other day about like the Batmans, and um, like Ben Affleck is like the epitome of Batman in the suit, right? In the bat suit, okay, right in the cowl. But like Keaton, for for like for me, like Keaton is like the epitome of Bruce Wayne. Like as Bruce Wayne, like he had like that that quiet intensity that you would think Wayne would have, and he would like clown around and still like be like. You know the womanizer right. to hide it, yeah. but then like whenever he wasn't that. around Vicky Vale and he was going on and he was in the Batcave or with Alfred, like he was still like a brooding, intense um, Bruce Wayne. Like Affleck didn't you didn't see him as Bruce Wayne a lot, like where he was just yeah within himself. Like, right, yet, I mean, but the but. scenes that he was Bruce Wayne, he was like. The freaking Batman, the animated Bruce yeah, Wayne. Yeah, the animated like, Bruce like, Wayne. Was like, holy cow, this dude was so good. Especially the smirk, he right? The, yeah, he had the smirk. He had that quiet kind of cockiness. And yeah, but like like an, that, that intensity. Like so, Ke- Keaton's oh, got it. I can't wait for them to explore that a little more. In, in the Batman? Well, not just in the Batman. But in Justice League? Justice League, which is come, which the, the rumor is July we're going to get the last. I'm, I'm assuming it'll be the last trailer. Before. You think it'll be the last one? I mean, it'll be the second one or the... Th- the second. It'll technically the, the second. Technically the second. Um, July, August. And I have maybe... Yeah, during... Probably during, a la- it might be the last one and just a bunch of TV spots. During Comic-Con, right? Which, yeah, most, like, which yeah. most likely will be on the cruise. Uh, while we're on the cruise, so we're going to miss it. Uh, <sighs> so, yeah, we have to get on, like, not even turn on our phones. You know, just like... Or not even not look at any messages once we get on land. Just go straight to YouTube and, <laughs> and, and find the trailer and just watch it just before watch we respond to anybody. Oh my goodness! Uh, so we got that. So this is like, listen, we get, so you have transform. Listen, if you like big giant robots fighting, I'm gonna go watch Transformers well, uh, this weekend. If you are a Transformers fan, um, you know, or if you like big giant robots, fighting, that's what <laughs> that movie's about. Like somebody was, oh, I'm like, what? What do you expect? Car robots to turn into cars to turn into robots to fight. That's all I want to see. Um. Then we got Spider-Man's coming out in uh, two weeks. Is it two weeks? It's uh, the first the first weekend in July. Dang. So we have to watch Spider-Man before we leave. So Spider-Man's coming out uh, soon. And it, I mean, I just saw some TV spots uh, today. Michael Keaton is going to, he was, I think 
I think Marvel is finally going to have that kind of scary villain. Thank you, Sony. You know, because... Or thank right. you, Spider-Man. Because well, we got we to thank Sony for at least that because Marvel has already set the record that they suck at villains. Right. Right? So now that this is a Sony-Marvel production together, then thank you, Sony, for giving us a, an actual bad guy. Yeah, so, you know, his, his character looks pretty... Uh, and again, it's that intensity. Yes. Right? It's that intensity, that Michael Keaton intensity. Yeah. That's it. Dubbed. Michael it's Keaton intensity. Michael Keaton. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag. Um, trademarked. Um, so we got that. We got uh, so uh, Coco, American Assassin. Um, the only other thing as far as... Oh, so I'm going to say this. I'm going to go ahead and play this. If you have Netflix, The Carmichael Show... You should check it out. Oh my goodness! Are I, you serious right I, now? I I have. We get no money. <laughs> I don't care. Hey, we talk about movies. We don't get money from them. No, either. I'm saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, no, I'm I'm making that that statement. We get no money Yo, I for just, plugging this show. I just discovered it this week. I'm already almost done with the second season. <laughs> now I'm gonna be jumping on the NBC app to watch. I'm surprised I didn't three. tell you about that show. Now you know I had seen advertisements for it, but it never. But then I read an article. And so then I went back and looked at the Rotten Tomato score mm-hmm. just to get an idea, and it was like fresh. So I was just like, okay, I need. But that got me was when they said uh, uh, that uh, David Allen Greer, who plays the dad, uh, that he was kind of like the black Archie Bunker, <laughs> right? And so that kind of piqued my interest because you know all in the fam, you know that you know people are familiar with that character. Um, that's hilarious. That's a that's a hilarious comparison. You know, but when you watch it, it you kind of have that those shades of that, which is great. It's a, they do get a little political sometimes, but they're really good, I think, about handling. Uh, they're pretty balanced with how they, they are how they handle things. They are, and and I like the fact that they're not afraid, right? Because let's let's be let's be completely blunt about this, right? The Carmichael Show is a show about a black family. And they're not afraid, right, of tackling multiple viewpoints. Correct. Right? That within the same family. Yeah, within the same family that most black people won't have. Right? Because when they did the the Black Lives Matter episode, right? Right. It was from all viewpoints. Yes. Right? It was from all viewpoints. It wasn't just yeah. like, oh, kill all cops or Black Lives Matter, or whatever. Like it was from all, oh, but wait a minute. Let's Let's take a look at this objectively. And I applaud them for that because that's that 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 takes guts. That's gutsy. Well, not only that, but it it, it ultimately, um, which is what like Blackish, which is a show that we we like and we're fans of, but Blackish can get a little preachy. Right. Yes. Uh, whereas with, with this show, you you're they're tackling these viewpoints, they're giving different perspectives within the same within the context of even the same family. But then it's funny. You know, they're not just beating you down with like just this political agenda or point. It's like, oh, here's this view. Here's here's what happens. Here's what I think. Here's what I think. Here's why you're wrong. Here's why you're wrong. The characters ultimately fall where they're going to fall. But it's funny. And then also like it's that's like the key thing. When, it's when, funny. When, when they when they tackle when they tackle when they tackle the opposing viewpoints, like no one just concedes. Right, no right. one is like, well, you're right. Yes, all cops should be arrested and beat up. Right, no one concedes. They respect each other's viewpoint. Nobody gets offended by the other's opinion. Right, right, or their points of view. 
And, you know, they talk about it. They fight about it. They, we laugh about it because, like you said, it's, it's a funny show. But I think it's a very well-balanced show. And I, and I think it gets... Um, it gets a bad rap. I don't think it's it's like really. So it's been a it very flies under, really under the yeah, radar. Yeah, it's been a very under the radar show. So check it out, Carmichael shows on Netflix. First two seasons are on Netflix, and then the rest of the season is on uh, NBC. Um, it's one of my so, which means it's going to get canceled now because I like it. Because you like it, <laughs> and, <laughs> See, and maybe and that's why I didn't tell you that about the show, is. right? And then the last <laughs> thing, the last movie thing I want to talk about, just kind of briefly mention. John Wick 2 is out on DVD. If you haven't uh, seen it, go watch it. Go get it. Rent it. Whatever you got to do. Please go watch it. Please be, go watch it. After, after right, I see no, Transformers, no. I might go watch John Wick 1 and 2. One, one, one last movie tidbit. Um, Juice. Juice hits me up that on Sunday, they had like a, a guest preacher at Bethel Atlanta who preached on the God in Wonder Woman. So he he stole your sermon. She she it was a it was a oh, it was a woman. She, she, she apparently she, but she the, stole your sermon. But like I, I listened to it today. It's pretty dope. I'll send you the link. Um, like she's not a comic book fan. She's not like one of those. Like she just went to the movies because she was here and her friends wanted her to see it. So to hang out with her girlfriends, she went to see it. And like, like the whole movie preaches. Oh, like she's just like yo. But she beat me to it. She like she ah. she she preached on, on Wonder Woman. Man. It's pretty cool. It's pretty Whack. cool. So outside, outside news, there's some some partner stuff. If you all, for for the listeners of our show, right? Um, a couple of weeks ago, we had Christian media mogul, as I as I dubbed him, Andre Mullen of the Anaxis Group, right? And he spoke about the um, the Anaxis Music Business Conference, right? We've got a date finally, August twelfth, August twelfth is the date of the conference, right? And we're, we're going to try to make it up there for that, right? And if we don't make it this year, we'll do it next year just because, right. just because you know, we've got, we've got the cruise in like, yeah. like two weeks, right? Right, right. Which means it's my birthday in two weeks. What? Jay's going to be 50 years old. Abuelo <laughs> status, right? But if you are an artist, if you're a writer, if you're an actor, if you want to get into all these things. Yeah, if music, you want to be an artist. Right, if you want to be an artist. Or, an or if you're an artist and you don't understand that even as a Christian artist, there is a business to this, yes. right? Because a lot of, a lot of, a lot of, I, mean, I got to say it, I got to say it, a lot of Christian artists don't have their business, the business side of their ministry right. set up. Right, and so when they don't get paid, they get mad. And they get mad and they blame the church. Well, it's not the church's fault if you don't have your business set up, if you don't have a contract, you don't have publishing, you don't know what syncing is, right? <laughs> you get mad when social clubs' songs get played on TV shows and you say that they're selling out. No, they have their publishing in order, right? It's very important if you're an artist. Make your way up to the Anaxis Music Business Conference, right? IMBC, August 12th, and, you know, be good stewards of, and, of of your talent. And where is it? Where is it being held at? In in New York City, New York. Rockville Center, New York. You can check out Rockville. Um, <laughs> oh man, I, I spent some time in Rockville. Check out the website imbc.nyc, right? Or you can find them on the Anaxis Group, right? I n a x s s, i n a x x s g r p. Right on social media. 
right? And just, you know, yeah, check it out. Do, do yourselves a favor and get up there. It's yeah, going to be an open, go. it's going to be a panel. Dre's going to talk about publishing. There's going to be some artists, you know, showcasing themselves, right? Showcasing their, their talent, right? And, and on that, right, um, they had a music, music month in New York City, New York City Music Month. And um, Inaxis artists Richard Dolphin and Sheena Lee performed at um, at the True Religion flagship store in New York City. Right, there are a lot of things going on. Very cool. Right, if you're an artist and videos are up, you can see that it's dope. I'm glad that Sheena's back. Um, but if um, if you're an artist, again, if you're an artist, you want to do something, you want to expand your talent, expand your reach. Right. You know, you want to start making that. you want to start making money now that you know you can't you you. We are reaching a time where churches can no longer say, bring your CDs and you can make money off your CDs, right? Because CDs right. are quickly becoming a thing of the past. Right. They're going the way of the LP, even though the LP is back. But right. um, the LP is do back. yourself a favor and go up to this event, be a part of this conference, and be good stewards of your talent. So, and we, and uh, as Jay said earlier, I'll say this again, we get no money for advertising though, but <laughs> we love the guys, so... We're always going to support good, good, good stuff. Right. And yeah. on so that. That's what we're about, supporting good stuff. As we said last week. Yes, we is. As we said last week, we're going to be showcasing a new album and title track of the album of DC Talk as we're on our way to the cruise. Right. And um, what's this week's album, Jay? This week's album is Free at Last. Free at Last. DC Talk's Free I, at Last. I had this on cassette, too. <laughs> Me dos. You didn't have the CD? I thought you had the CD. I had this. them both. I'm sure. Uh, uh, I had this on cassette. Yeah, I had them both. I even had the remix, the little remix uh, CD they put out at one point. Right, right, right. All you, kinds of stuff. Right, you gave me a copy of that. Um, yeah. So this is a this is the album that launched that really launched them like right. straight to the moon. Like what? Like you did it exactly the, the same the second time. It's dope. Um, uh, so, you know, last week we had New Thing. That was the album that really kind of put them on the map. Right. This is the well, album. This, that was the album that introduced them, right? Uh, this is the album that put them on the map. Uh, well, I, I would I would say this is the album that launched them off the map. Off the map. <laughs> because, because remember, even in New Thing, they were on the Arsenio Hall show. They performed New were Thing. Were they? They did. If huh. I remember correctly, they performed New, New Thing on yeah. the Arsenio Hall show. You're pronouncing that wrong. New thing, new thing, new thing, new thing. I think they, uh, and so that was like when people first started hearing about them. You know, all these these guys. You know, they rap and they sing and they do the rock stuff. Just two hunks and a negro serving the Lord. But then when they, <laughs> but when they, when they launched this album, this album just, I mean, they with this album they were on the Tonight Show, they were in the Arsenio Hall show. I mean, so this is why I say this is the album that I mean. New thing, some real country. New thing, put them on the map. This album, they burned the map down. The funny thing is that I, I, right, we agreed two weeks ago that we were going to play the title track of these last four albums leading to the yes to the cruise. But today, I don't know. Like, I was I woke up with um with the hard way on my mind. Like I woke up singing the hard way. Right, so I was like, you know what? Let me look for like an, a, an obscure song from this album that maybe not that many people know or have heard or listened to, and let's play that instead, just to give shine, right, to like like the underdog, 
song of the album, but um, I didn't find any. So yeah, we're gonna so we're gonna we're gonna go with the with the original plan. So you're gonna get uh, free at last right now. Young people, welcome to the clothes cover before striking school of heavy machinery and ministry tonight. Won't you please turn in your hymnals to page three hundred and thirty-three, Sister Mildred? We're gonna play free at last, free at last. Thank God Almighty.
free at last thank god almighty we are free at last and um that was their song you know in honor of dr martin luther king jr i i drank all my water oh. right and um as you said you know that song they performed it on the tonight show right years ago and years ago when um jay yeah. leno was was host and he still had like his hair wasn't and his hair was white. Yeah, his hair was was black, and he had the white stripe. And then like yeah, and they did and that song and they did that song on uh, Arsenio. Right, they did it on Arsenio as well. So no, 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 that's wrong. They did it on Arsenio on the Tonight Show. They did um, Jesus is All Right, right, which was the, yes, du- the, the Doobie Brothers remake. Yes, that's right. Right from yeah, so it's still still pretty dope, pretty dope. Right, um, and the best thing about that song is that we'll be singing it live with them <laughs> at the cruise. <laughs> also, also shout out to to our boy Kevin McNeese of True Release Today, True Release Today. Check me out of New Release Today, New Release Today. Right for hooking us up with um with access to a private. Reunion gathering thing on the hangouts on the group on the cruise. Get my vinyl signed. The um, the day the was it is it the day of that we Uh, leave or the day after? I think it's the day after. after, The day after the Wednesday, the day after. You know, it's it's good to it's good to have those those connections. Sometimes they pay (laughs) off in the industry. Sometimes they do pay off, right? No, but he's been he's been a good guy since since the moment we met. He's been a real good guy. So Kevin McNeese, new release today. As a matter of fact. Everybody, do yourself a favor and follow New Release Today on Instagram and on Twitter, right, and also and Facebook, and also subscribe to their email list so that you can get like first access to like everything in Christian music, like everything. That's e- everything. That's that's the that's the premise behind New Release Today. Even stuff that hasn't right? been recorded. <laughs> right, so they have music, they have devotionals, they'll have listening parties, you know. So it's it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool, and um, he's a cool guy. And again, thank you. So, Jesus Freak Cruise, two weeks, right? Is it two weeks? I want to say uh, two weeks. I, I want to say two, 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 three weeks. Yeah. How about you check that calendar, and um, I'll get into. What we're gonna be talking about today. So today we're gonna to start, and it's funny we're 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 gonna start um a series. Well, we're not even gonna start a series. We're gonna to talk today. Maybe we're gonna to touch on it again next week. Two weeks. Two weeks to the Jesus Freak Cruise. Yeah, it's. I feel bad. Like I've been going to um, I follow DC Talk Official on Instagram, right? And I'll be reposting some some stuff. Like they have videos and pictures of them rehearsing for the cruise. And <laughs> And um, 
there are a lot of like angry people. Like angry people that they're not going on the cruise. Oh, well, sucks for them. I think I thank God every day for my dad getting pregnant. <laughs> so do I, but for different reasons. But um, yeah, like, yo, why are you doing this on the cruise? Oh, well, we couldn't afford it. Oh, it's like, I did though. I'm sorry. Yeah. So it, I, I, mean, I don't. I, I get. I get it though, because we'd be mad too if we weren't going. Yeah, we would. But I probably wouldn't post anything. Though. <laughs> I would have been like, dude, I can't afford to go. Why'd you have to go and do that for? My 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 hope for all those people is that the cruise is so successful, right? That they decide to take the show on the road. Right? Do like a limited city like tour. A, like a official farewell tour. Right. And um yeah, so that so that everybody else can get some closure too, right? So that those people who couldn't go to the cruise, because remember I told you that when the ticket sales for the cruise came on, right. like quick, quick, yeah. we almost didn't make it. But anyway, enough of the cruise, right? So we're going to talk about following Jesus, right? We're going to talk about following Jesus. This is a series that we're doing at Legacy, right? And it's about, um, well, I, I think it falls great in what we're doing here because we end each episode of the Overflow podcast with, you know, follow us on social media, follow us on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter, right? Overflow podcast, Overflow podcast. And the the thought of following someone or following something <clears throat> has changed greatly, right? It's changed profoundly, right? Because now... Because of social media, if you have lots of followers, like you could like make money, you could become famous, right? There are people that are like Twitter famous. There are things known as Instagram models. Like it's like it's it's bananas to me, right? And it's because they've got like thousands of followers. They get contacted by brands or stores or clothing lines or whatever, and. That's how they make their money and they get free clothes and trips and stuff like that. Like it's it's yeah. it's it's a crazy phenomenon, right, that we that we're in now. But you know, the original person who said follow me was Jesus. Right? Jesus, that was his it that was his um his call. When he called right. the disciples, he wasn't like, Hey, I'm gonna I need disciples. I'm gonna go and make myself a platform so that I can get disciples. No, like he walked up to the disciples, he walked up to people and he told them, follow me, right? And um, we first see that in in Matthew, Matthew chapter four, right? I'm gonna read chapter four verses 18 through 20 or 21. What did I send you? Does it 20. say 20? 20, right? So Matthew four, 18 through 20 says, while walking by the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, who was also called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And he said to them, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Immediately, they left their nets and followed him. Right? So, there you go. Right? Jesus had the first followers. He didn't have, he didn't have Twitter. Right? Because that's the big thing about Twitter. You know, it's about, follow me on Twitter. Right? Now the the there are there are three things that that I see in those verses, and not just the fact that they're three different verses, but 
the the first thing is that Jesus called out to them, right? So, you know, in, in church, we always say, oh, my calling is this. So I don't know what my calling is. I don't see what my calling is. But um, we do establish that there is a call. Like God calls you, right? right. Jesus calls you, right? He calls you to whatever it is. And right? like a lot of people want to tend to think that their calling has to be some big ministry, right? Or something like greater, something bigger because of the the platforms of the people that they follow, right? So if they are fans of how Stephen Furtick preaches, then and 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 they feel called to preach, then they feel that they're called to preach like Stephen Furtick. Right. Right? Or called to preach to the masses and to the platforms that Stephen Furtick has. Right. And 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 the the great thing that we see about Christ is that everyone that he calls, right? He doesn't call them from like great places, right? He calls them from humble places, right? Because <clears throat> Peter or Simon, because like Jesus had to change his name yet. Simon and Andrew, they were fishermen. They were stinky, smelling fishermen. That's what they did. Fished all day, sold fish all afternoon and night. Stinky. So I gotta, I gotta, I gotta like stress that they smelled really bad. Right. Stinky, smelly fishermen. And Jesus went to them. Right. And he called them. Right. He called them out. He said, follow me. Right. Follow me. And I'll make you fishes of men. Now, it's, it's, it's awesome that um, that, you know, we, we don't see we don't hear Jesus say, you know. Simon, Andrew, follow me and I will take you to the ends of the earth. I will take you to great many places and put you in front of thousands of people so that you can teach them what I'm te- what I'm going to teach you in the next three years. No, they were fishermen. And he told them, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men, right? So he, he, he used a parallel that they would be able to understand instantly. Right. Right, instantly. You know how to fish. You know how to fish for fish, Come with me, and I will teach you how to fish for men. So it was like an instant, like understanding, right? But um, right. So so we 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 see that, and we see that when Jesus calls you, He calls you into the kingdom to a greater understanding of something that you've already been doing. And and Joaquin and I, we we in our time as as youth pastors or or working with the youth. Right, we we we've gotten that that question a lot. Like, well, I don't know what I'm supposed to do, or I don't know what I want to do, whatever. But meanwhile, these, you know, we are all passionate about something, right? There's there's something in us that burns in us up to do something for whatever it is, right? Um, Joaquin always told me this this great thing that, I, and I've used, <laughs> I'll admit, I've used it a lot, where um, where he 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 talks about how, you know, if 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 there's something that has an emptiness or an empty space or something that you feel that the church should do, right? If you feel that the church should do more homeless outreach, right? And you you feel a passion to that, oh, well, you know, the church doesn't do enough outreach to homeless people, then fill in that gap, right? Because that's that's what you're passionate about, right? You noticed it, maybe nobody else noticed it. Or if they noticed it, maybe they don't have the passion that you have. They noticed, but they don't know what to do or how to do it, right? That's the passion that you have. So fill in that space, right? Fill in that space, 
And God will call you out to that. And he will equip you and build within you and teach you and give you what you need so that you can do for the kingdom what you're passionate about, right? You go out and you you help the homeless. You do our, you rally your people and you do this thing. And 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 it's funny, our outreach pastor, um, Curry, right, he's got a heart. He's got a heart for like for like kids and for like hurt and broken people. And um he started this whole Bernie Park outreach. Right. Right? Just driving around, right? Just driving around. He saw the park, he saw the kids, he saw the the neighborhood around it and the houses and and he um he talked to us and said, you know, he really wants to do something in that area. He feels that, you know, that's what God wants to do in that area and whatever. And it's been like six to seven months that we've been going monthly, right? Going and filling the needs, well, filling the bellies too of right. a lot of people. But um, I love it, right? Because like, and 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 you could chime in on this part, um, Hawking, where you know we went from building relationships by filling bellies, right? Because we would come in with food. And fun and games for the kids. And at first, the parents would come and they would watch and like test the waters and see who we are and what was going on. And um, we're at a place now where, where like the the same people come, right? Or the kids bring like the adults, right? And they come and they talk to us. Like we've established relationships. Now they ask for prayer, right? They come right out and say, "Hey, you know, this is hurting me, or this is going on." You know, can you guys pray for me so that, you know, so that I can, like, get a job? Can you pray for me because I've been having, like, migraines for the past six days and medicine doesn't work, right? And I love that because I remember you and I were having a conversation about, you know, we got to start, you know, establishing, like, ministry, mm-hmm. right? Like, as far as uh, taking care of them. The spiritual side of things, right? We we take care of the natural, which is the feeding and the entertainment, right? right. But like we, you know, and we, and I remember we we were talking about, you know, well, you know, do we do we just come right out and like start preaching, or do we come right out and start, you know, just like laying hands on people, or do we do it slowly and roll it out slowly? And um, I think the first time was um, during the Easter egg hunt that be right. right before before the Easter egg hunt. I did something like real quick, like five minutes. Remember Jesus, Easter, he rose from the dead. Yeah, that's why we could do this. All right. Go find those eggs. And they did it like in two seconds. But um but I, I love that like we didn't have to like like there are there are some organizations that, you know, they give out food, but if you want to eat, then you have to listen to a sermon first. Right. Right. Or you have to like sit through a service. Right. And and I got to be real honest, like I don't like that way of doing things. Right. Because only because like we don't know when the last meal some people have had is or when it is. When was the last meal that they had? Like we don't know if they haven't eaten anything in like seven days. Right. Right. And then we're going to make them sit through worship sit through artists performing whether it's rapping singing or poetry or whatever right and then another 40 minutes of preaching right to then okay here take this bologna sandwich i'm not saying that's what they give but still like right. I, I i feel that that's a 
a backwards way of doing things. Right. Well, it's 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 trying to figure out what what the balance is, what works for you, what works for you know what what works for what what your vision is. Right. You know, because you know that's the that's the one way, and then you have the other way where they just come in and they give out all the food and all the games and all the toys, and they leave. Uh huh. And you don't know. You're like, and it's like, uh, you know, uh, they might they might have their church information on a tie, on like in a baggie or something <clears throat> that the baggies they give out or whatever. And then it's like, well, you know, it's great that you gave you gave people physical, but you you also need to nourish the spiritual. So right. it's it's figuring out how those two extremes play out. And what you know, what you're trying to do, mm-hmm, you know, sometimes yeah, definitely. Sometimes it's you know we're gonna preach first, and then we're gonna eat. Sometimes it's we're gonna eat, then we're gonna preach. Sometimes it's we're not gonna preach. Sometimes yeah, we're just gonna preach. You get you get no physical food today, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know. <laughs> or you know, while I preach, you guys can eat. Right, right. You know, like 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 Studio Movie Grill. Like you go, you eat a burger, you watch a movie, right? Or like when Jesus Sermon on the Mount, right? He's preaching, he's teaching, and the disciples are giving away um, bread and fish, right? right? So you know, it's 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 it is it is something that it's not it's not something that that's automatically like set, right? And not the same thing works for everybody, correct? Right? Because like let's say like with us with Bernie, some people don't stay, right? Some people just come. Hey, can I get something to eat? Right, and we still show them Jesus in that because we don't tell them no. We're just like, no, well, you, you know, if you want to eat, then you need to, like, come get some prayer first because that's not Jesus, right? Right, that's not how I, I, I honestly don't feel that Jesus will tell told the people in the Sermon on the Mount. Well, you know, you got your bread and your fish, but you can't start eating until I'm done preaching, right? Because if you read the Sermon on the Mount, it's, it's a it's a long sermon, right? So, um, you know, but I, I. I I, and I and I and I thank God for this, right? Especially like on Saturday, right? Because um, Benny, Benny's the guy's name. He came over, right? And he wanted to see what we were about because his girl would come over a lot, and it's like she was familiar with us already. And he he came to me. <laughs> he came to me, and um, I introduced him to, to Curry as Pastor Curry. Right, oh, this is Pastor Curry, whatever. He's the guy behind all this, you know. This is the heart that he has. So he came to talk to me. He was like, he asked me for permission if he can have food. I'm like, dude, take whatever you want, right? And then he's like, well, can, can I can I take some some food to take with me home for later and like still eat something now? It's like, take anything you want. You want me to give you a bag? I'll give you a bag. Stuff the bag with burgers and hot dogs and chips, whatever. And then take another burger and eat it right now. You want some ketchup? I'll put ketchup on his burger and stuff. And we're talking for a bit. And then he tells me, <laughs> he tells me, something tells me that that you're actually the pastor. I said, like, what? what? What do you mean, actually the pastor? Yeah, because, you know, you introduced Curry to me as the pastor. But something tells me that you're the pastor. I said, well, you know, Curry's a pastor. I'm I'm a pastor. This guy right here, I was pointing to you. This guy right here, he's a pastor. Like we're 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 all pastors at Legacy. We have different things that we're pastor over, but we're all pastors at Legacy. So he said, "All right, okay, okay, I, I get that." I said, "Hey, 
<laughs> he said, do, do you need do you need a worship pastor? Because I play the old school Hammond organ like a real. <laughs> I said, well, um, she's our worship leader, but you can still come by with your with your Hammond and you can play. He's <laughs> like, oh, I can't move that. It's too big. But um, then he came over and he's like, you know, I, I really, I really need some prayer. Right. And um, and that was so humbling to me because I didn't have to come up and say, hey, you know, is there anything that we can help you with? Because that's always like a little bit of awkwardness when you do that, like to just random people. Is there anything you can help, you need help with? You know, can we help there, you? Because then they're like, oh, yeah, I need uh, my rent paid. I need $800 <laughs> by, by, uh, by three. Is <laughs> yeah, anything, you know, luck, buddy. anything we can pray about? And he just came saying, you know, I really need prayer. Can you pray? And he gave me, a, and right? Because people like to do that. And in old school churches, you ask, you're taught to ask for prayer but not specify what you need prayer for. Right. Right. Like when we went to New York and and they asked for prayer and they're like, well, you know, God will tell you. I was like, oh, you, oh, oh, not even. I was told, what was it I told you? I was told, oh, you'll know. You'll know. It's like, you, you'll know. You hear from God. You'll know. Right. And I, and I told you, I wanted to say, Lord, strike them down. I was like, no way. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Well, that's what I heard. That's right? What I heard. <laughs> right. So, but he, you know, I said, well, what do you need prayer for? And he was specific, like, you know, work, healing, I need this and that. And, um, you know, between Whitney and whatever, like, it was, it was dope, right? But um, I, I, I bring all this up because, you know, we as believers, we need to follow Jesus so that we can hear what Jesus is telling us to do. That was strange. Right. So that we can hear Jesus's voice in our hearts, in our minds, right, in our spirits when he calls us out to action, mm -hmm. when he calls us out to what he needs us to do for the kingdom. Right. Because we all follow something. We all follow something. We all follow someone. We know in the first half of the podcast, you guys all know that Joaquin and I, we follow comic books. We follow comic book movies, comic book TV shows. Right. We follow news Right, current events. We follow um, all kinds of stuff. All, oh yeah, a whole bunch of things that like we just throw out a, a a myriad of things. Right, we all follow something, but as Christians, right, as believers, following Christ should always be the main thing that we follow. Right, everything else should trickle down from that. Because yeah, we're comic book fans. We're comic book geeks. Right, I get called a geek at work all the time, and I'm good. Right? We're comic book geeks and we're culture fans, right? But before that, right, we're Jesus geeks, right? We're, G we're fans of Jesus. We're followers of Christ. And everything else trickles under the fact that we are followers of Christ, right? We're pastors first. We're Christians first. And then the superhero geek stuff and then the TV and the movies and, and all that stuff is trickled down under that. So I, I, I and I'm, I'm specifying that because I don't, I don't want to come across as saying, well, you should only follow Jesus and nothing else. Cause, cause that's real legalistic and it's like, it's, it's not real, right? It's not real. Right. So yes, have a million followers or be a million, one of the million followers of, 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 of your favorite celebrity, of your favorite artist or whatever, or your song, whatever, your book, whatever it is. But know that as Christians, as Christians, we are called to follow 
Christ. It's not even, it's not even, it's not even that we are called to follow Christ. It's that Jesus calls us to follow him. Yes. Right? He calls us to follow him. He, the same way he called out the disciples, he calls us, right? And 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 what we need to realize is that to follow Jesus means that he has to become everything to us. Everything, right? So whatever it is, yes, he has to become that too. Whatever you're thinking about, yes, he has to become that too. He has to be our everything in order for us to fully follow him, right? Because to fully follow him, right, when he becomes our everything, right, that means that we apply the truths that we learn from his word and we live our lives as if Jesus walked besides us every day. Right? As if he were here in person, in the flesh, walking with us every day, everywhere, and everything that we do. Right? When he becomes our everything, then he becomes real. Real. He's like in person. Right? And all his truths and everything that he's taught, right? Which is what he says in the Great Commission, it's a part of the Great Commission, right? You know, and teaching them all the things that I have taught you. Right, so all those truths we apply them into our lives, right, and we apply them to our walk, right. Which is why, when he called, um, when he called Simon and Andrew, Peter and Andrew, right, immediately, right, immediately they knew who he was. They stopped everything, and they followed him. And the reason is because when you are hungry and you're searching for Christ and you're looking to to make Jesus your everything, then as the great shepherd, we become his sheep. And the Bible says that the shepherd calls and the sheep answer the call of their shepherd because they know his voice, right? So if you are fervently seeking and wanting to hear the call of Jesus, then when you finally hear it, then you know the sound of his voice right. and you know it's him and you give up everything and you deny yourself and you deny it all to follow him, right? Because he's become your everything. Yeah, and that's the thing. When you hear, when you hear his, that's the thing. When Jesus calls, when you hear his voice, um, you have a choice to make and that's either to respond or not. Simon and Peter, Simon, Simon Peter and Andrew could have, he could have said, follow me and he could have, they could have said, well, you know what? We'll, we'll meet you later tonight. Uh, we got to finish up what we, what we got going on. Why don't you go over to the house and, uh, you know, we'll meet you. Tell the wives, you know, uh, we'll have the wives, you know, cook us some some dinner. and, and, and Some we'll, fish. You know, and we'll go that way. Um, but it's, you know, uh, when I've, I've always thought of like thought of it this way. When we have when we when we have that encounter with Jesus, when we have that that real uh, encounter with Jesus, then then what is our response? What is your response going to be uh, when He says, "Follow me"? Uh, do we do we do it or do we hesitate? Because later on in Scripture, we find out the guy hesitated. There was a guy that hesitated. Correct. Yeah. You know, and uh, Jesus said, "You know, listen, let the very dead, let the very bury the dead." Right. Uh, a lot of times, uh, one time and. A long time ago, I had somebody tell me, well, I'll follow Jesus when I'm older because uh, I want to live my life now. And I said, well, good luck. <laughs> um, good luck making it to older because you're not guaranteed that. Yeah. 
you know so yeah so it's it's uh it's it's uh the immediacy <coughs> the immediacy the immediacy of the re of the response so yeah right and and the cost right and the cost because n no one can be forced to follow Jesus right no one as much as he could he doesn't and he won't no one can be forced right and um and he says, you know, if, if, if any man want to follow me, they must deny themselves and take up their cross. Right? And so, so what, what that means is that, you know, John 3.30, and I, and, I, and I use this in the sermon description on, on, on Sunday, right? John 3.30 says, Lord, that there be more of you and less of me, right? So the, the, the more that we give in to Christ to fill us up, then the less ego, the less selfishness, the less pride we have for ourselves, right? So we deny ourselves. We take up the cross, which is the fact that we have to sometimes, you know, sacrifice things or people or, or wants or desires of the flesh or whatever, right, to follow Christ. But the, re the reward is great and the reward is eternal with eternity with him. So we're going we're gonna to shut this down. We're going to shut this down with, with, with three things, right, with three things. If you are unsure of what of what your calling is, right, or what Jesus has called you to, then do two things. Check what you're passionate about as far as the kingdom is concerned. Because if you're passionate about eating hamburgers, that's not it. Um, check what your passion is about within the church, within the kingdom, right? Pray. Pray. Seek God. Seek to hear the voice of God. Seek to hear the voice of Christ calling out to you and telling you what to do, right? Because he'll answer. He tells you to follow him. So he's going to tell you what he wants you to follow him into, right? And um, daily, 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 as you walk and as you are following Christ, remember that we have to do it as if he were physically here. Apply the truths found in the word. Right? Deny yourself and take up your cross and follow Christ. All right. So, as always, that's it. Um, so, as always, want to thank you for if you hung out, if you if you uh, <laughs> if you suffered this long with us, we want to thank <laughs> you. Um, uh, we've been we've been having a bit longer episodes these last few weeks, but. Uh, feels like we've been able to kind of expand a little more on certain things. So uh, thanks for joining us. Um, as always, uh, you could, you know, we're on, you know, SoundCloud, iTunes, just do a search, iTunes podcast. Uh, in the iTunes podcast app, just do a search for thisisoutcry.com. We'll, we'll be the only ones that pop up. If you do overflow podcasts, a whole bunch of them will pop up. Uh, same thing on Google, just do thisisoutcry.com. The Stitcher app, thisisoutcry.com. Overflow podcast will be there, SoundCloud, or just go to the website. This is outcry.com. and from there you can uh, you have the links to the different uh, to the different apps where you could uh, uh, register or sign up for the app for the uh, for the episodes. And as always, if you want to leave us a comment, do. If you like this, if you hate us, if you're indifferent, we want to hear from you. Uh, Overflow podcast uh, on. All social media, right? Overflow Podcast on Instagram. What is it? Twitter. 
Facebook. Facebook. Overflow Podcast. That's all you got to look for. <laughs> <sighs> so much stuff. It's beyond me. I'm too old for this. Or, you know, just I'm like, go. I'm like Danny Glover. I'm too old for this. Just go to the website. This is outcry.com. And yeah, from there, the social media icons are there. Click, follow, click, follow. You see? And, and follow us as we lead you to Christ. And we get super excited when we get people followed us and when we know people listening. Um, so with that being said, which I haven't said in a while, uh, we love you guys. Wait, 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 oh, wait, 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 What, man? Why'd you stop me? Special shout out. Special shout out to Tired But Wired blog. Again, another special shout out because you thanked us for the first shout out. So we got to shout you out again. Well, you know, she. I think we're going to end up in like this endless loop. Yeah, no, she 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 wrote us saying how much like um the the podcast and the teachings like impact her her life and her walk. Yeah, that really. super humbling. That really, that really. I, you got humbled. My chest puffed up. I got. I got, I got super prideful. <laughs> and I got I, humbled, then I, and then I realized that I'm I'm like one of the humblest dudes ever. So I had to <laughs> I had to bring that down. So uh, later, guys. Love you. Thanks for listening. Remember to head on over to thisisoutcry.com for more content. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, or Stitcher.